Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie now to the news once again uh, this week uh, that uh, the Minister for Housing has announced funding of 35.1 million euro for three regeneration projects in the northeast region of Cavan, Louth and Monaghan under call two of the Urban Regeneration and Development Fund. Uh, there has been uh, some delight in Dundalk and a lot of uh, disappointment uh, and uh, surprised reaction uh, from people. Uh, that Drogheda didn't receive any of this funding in particular for the Northern Cross route. A statement uh, to LMFM uh, from uh, the department says uh, that in total the department received 76 project proposals with 45 in total to be awarded funding under call two and that Minister Dara O'Brien and the department is to work with public representatives alongside Louth County Council to ensure Drogheda reaches its full potential. With this in mind, he's instructed officials to engage with the local authority and Meath County Council to develop an integrated proposal to develop Drogheda as a compact and sustainable urban settlement with a view to ensuring the proposal is in the strongest possible position to receive funding in future. U or DF calls. Uh, obviously not this time under the Urban Regeneration and Development Fund scheme. Uh, let's uh, hear from uh, the TDs uh, based in uh, Drogheda now. Uh, Fergus O'Dowd of Fine Gael, first of all, briefly, if, you're wi- if you will, uh, your thoughts on this. Well, obviously, I'm disgusted at what has happened. It is entirely unacceptable. Uh, the people of the town and the surrounding area are extremely angry at what has happened. Uh, obviously, we need transparency about what was applied for and how it was marked. That's one issue. Deal with the market scheme. Deal with the blame. But what we have to do now is, more importantly, is to get it through the next phase. And the next phase is uh, that the Minister and the Department, uh, with the Taoiseach and with the Secretary-General, particularly of the Department, must get together uh, to make sure that this revised application will in fact succeed. The money, the Minister has assured me, there's $200 hasn't been used up of this round. And that now is the opportunity to make sure for all of us, and me in particular, as a government to do that this has to be delivered. I'm deeply unhappy, Michael, like everybody else, but I'm, I'm concentrating on how to make sure 
that it comes right this time. Okay. Well, what was applied for is €56,273,307 in funding from the department for a project that is estimated to cost a total of €75,031,000. Imelda Munster, what are your thoughts on it? I'm furious, Mike. I'm actually trying to stay calm about it. I actually thought this time round I was more optimistic than ever because I thought, given the amount of times that I'd raised it and others, but I'd hounded the minister. And having the the government the last time reject the application, um, I was full sure this time that there was a bit of hope and I was gutted. And I mean, I'm beyond furious. The minister knew exactly how important this project is to draw how it'll open up lands for housing and the traffic gridlock and take lorries out of the centre of the town. I mean, if you look at it, um, Drogheda is actually designated a growth centre in their Ireland 2040 plan. And this one project would have allowed all of that that they say in their their Ireland 2040 to happen. Um, And if that's not a priority for funding, then that paper and that plan is not worth the paper it's written on. And I'm particularly disgusted, and I mean disgusted, with the minister himself, because he actually was in Drogheda in 2019, electioneering, at a public meeting in the media, calling for the funding for that road to be made, seeing the importance of it, talking about it opening up mm-hmm. um, land for housing. And then when he's his hands on the purse strings, he turns his back on Drogheda. It's not the first time the government have, have done that. Okay. It's, I'm just, I'm beyond furious. I am just livid with them. How dare they? All right, let's hear from Jed Nash if we can. And we'll come back to you in a moment, Imelda Muster, if uh, we can just uh, hear Jed Nash's thoughts on this, please. Michael, I've been a public representative um, in in our area for over 20 years. And I have to say, when I heard that the minister had decided not to make this decision in favour of Drada on Monday, it knocked the stuffing out of me personally. Um, No single project is more important for Drogheda's development than this. The single biggest issue that Fergus and Imelda and I deal with in our locality is the need for housing. And this is not just a question of building a road per se. It's about developing up significant lands that were zoned by Loud County Council a number of years ago, master plan for development to provide for the housing that we need, for the enterprise development that we need, and for the sports facilities that we need in our area. Mm. Now, I think that was we, in we, 2008 we, when you were a member of the council. That's right, it was a member yeah. of Loud County Council, as, as, was, as, was, as was Imelda. So we've been waiting a long time for this. The point about this, is, and I think it would be useful maybe just to, to take this back to the, the process itself, We've had three applications now since 2017, and three three have failed. Um, Now, the political tone was being set over the last 12 months to expect a positive outcome for Drada in the context of this application. Call 2, as it was called, was a modified um, call for submissions, uh, and there were two criteria. One was to develop, uh, you know, to comply with the National Development Plan, and secondly was to, you know, regenerate urban areas. Now, there is a question mark over whether or not this particular application would have conformed with the urban development criteria. But when call two was refined, as the department called it, it included priority areas under the National Development Plan. Now, Drogheda um, obtained this rather nebulous status of growth and development centre uh, in the National Development Plan, the National Planning Framework. We now know, um, as a consequence of the, of the decision made by the minister, which I believe is a political decision, and it does need to be transparent and very clear, about how this decision was made. Uh, we know that uh, the development centre 
uh, label for Drogheda is merely that, a label. And I always said that that status would be tested by how ministers treat Drogheda in terms of applications for funding for our development. Now we know the answer to that. Right. Um, why uh, is there this sense of uh, entitlement in Drogheda, given that this has been denied funding over and again, and we're talking about so much money, uh, in excess of £56 million in funding for a project that would cost £75 million, uh, and really would uh, make developers uh, very wealthy people, if anybody wishes to answer that. Um, Michael, can I answer that? I think yeah, the key point that. here is that uh, this is for, as, as Jed said in fairness, he gave a good assessment there. It, it is for the port access route, but it also improves the town centre, takes traffic out of the town centre. It allows for the escaping of our town residential streets. It will restore the centre of Drogheda to the people of Drogheda. That's the big urban benefit in it and develop the North Keys and so on. But wouldn't that's, it, wouldn't it make feature. developers rich? But Michael, it, 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 it's not about, I'm not talking about who who actually gets paid for doing this job. I'm talking about it's urban, it's urban development. No, I mean, the people who build and sell the houses. Yeah, Michael, yeah, no, but I'm talking about, um, this is, I think Jed pointed out there that one of the issues was that it needed more of the urban renewal in the plan. And we shouldn't forget either, and just to reply to Jed and to Imelda, that there's 500,000, half a million, is in the pockets of Loud County Council for nearly two years now to develop the Westgate vision and to deal with the dereliction and the urban... Mm, well, this wouldn't be urban region. renewal. I mean, that's... No, no, but that, but that is... This is building a, 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 a new town council, a, a, and a place for people to build houses that they yeah, could sell at great profits. Yep, yeah, but my, well, absolutely. Right. But the point I'm making is that that plan to re- refurbish and renew the whole west part of our town is sitting on the county council for two years and they've done nothing about it till last week. The second point is, it is not a political decision in the context of this. The money, the money is provided by the minister, the government. They're accountable for that. Right. The, the, the application is made by the council to the department. And that's why we need the transparency of that market. Yeah, well, well maybe, maybe it was the wrong scheme to apply for the funding. Under Imelda Munster, you wanted to come back in there. Why, 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 why should the developers, uh, or the people who build the 5,000 houses that are expected to be built along this road, why should they not pay for the road? Well, firstly, Mike, it's that we've, we've to deal with the Northern Environs Plan that first came before the Council in 2006. And there was a whole raft of... Um, planning, whether it's sports facilities, all of that, a lot of them haven't materialised. A plan for 7,000 houses, 2,000 of, so, of those have already been built. We can see before our eyes that our houses going up everywhere. But the Northern Cross route, the port access mm. was an integral part of that plan. And without that, that, we're just going to end up like what you've seen with the planning disaster in parts of East Mead, Drogheda, gridlocked, yeah, but it's no a, access to the port. That was that was the government's policy at the time. But it, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's not just a road, is it? It's a road uh, that it's would have service land with water and sewage and so on, yeah, which would give people yeah. the ability to build houses uh, and make huge profits on it. So why doesn't some of the profit from that go to what is essentially uh, a, a, a road that will service the developers uh, apart from the town? We had argued for that, and at the at the very start of this plan, you might remember the ructions in Loud County <laughs> Council when this this started first. Mm. Developers, there was initially a part where one part of the road would be built in conjunction with the houses, and the the the, the second lot of houses couldn't be built until the road was put in place. The government did away with all of that now. 
they, they let, they're letting them off the hook. They've done away with all of that, the same as they've, they've taken the, the rights from councillors in relation to, to lands and planning permission for housing. But the point being on this, and let nobody make a mistake in thinking otherwise, this was a political decision. The allocation of funding is a political decision. And the minister coming out now saying he's instructed his officials to re-engage with the council. Why did they not engage earlier if there was a problem made before the decision? OK, let Jed Nash come in here. There's another question, is there not? Uh, if I could just put it to Jed Nash, Imelda, about what the council has spent on this. They've spent uh, close on £20 million, £18 million, um, Beg your pardon, uh, 757,000 euro on it. 18 million seven hundred seventy-five, seven hundred fifty-seven thousand seven hundred sixty-nine euro has been spent by, uh, or is what the cost would be to the council. They've actually spent 10 million uh, and that leaves them with 8 million to contribute to this scheme. Uh, but why why has the council already spent 10 million on this uh, if uh, there isn't the additional funding, the bulk of the funding? That's a very good question. Um, and I w- would say this, that uh, when the scheme goes forward, which it will at some stage, uh, and we will all work to try to secure that, um, <clears throat> there will be development contributions required from those who will be building in the area and benefiting um, from it. And that's that's only right and proper. And a, a scheme will be developed, approved by the Loud County councillors in order for that to happen. Um, there's a couple of points I think that are important that we shouldn't lose sight of. Um does it, this is a case, I think, of local authorities putting all their eggs in one basket. That being said, um, the political mood music around this uh, and from the engagement I've had with Loud County Council senior officials was that once the criteria changed, uh, which it did in call two, then the expectation was that the um, project would be entertained by the department. Now, the minister makes a decision when... Uh, the scoring allows them to do that. And that's why we need, in the first instance, to see the matrix that was used to measure this project in terms of criteria laid down for it. Then it's a matter for the minister. And my concern is this, and we have seen in today's Irish Independent, the minister has made no secret of the fact that he wants to be the next leader of Fianna Fáil. He's on a national tour when all the rest of us are confined to barracks and even you know, concerned ourselves about travelling around our own constituencies. We're, we're trying to comply with public health advice. He's travelling around having photo calls with Fianna Fáil representatives announcing millions of euros in funding for various towns. Across nine Fianna counties, Fáil may have, I think, yeah. Where Fianna Fáil mm-hmm. may have strengths. Mm-hmm. And clearly he feels that Drogheda can be ignored because of the lack of strength of Fianna Fáil in this particular area. And I can assure him, and I spoke to him last Thursday, about this and he, he didn't uh, tell me that any decision would be made on Monday he told me a decision would be made this week and that it would be communicated to all TDs I have not received a single piece of correspondence from the Minister at this stage in relation to this I've okay. put down parliamentary for- questions and I've also asked him for a debate at all on this critical matter for Drada uh, on Thursday in the context of the topical issues debates that we're having now I would ask Loud County Council to do this make sure that they focus now not just on the next call for the URDF but also on capital projects that the Department of Transport are working on because in my view Mm. that is probably the best way to unlock funding for this road. Yeah, is it? I mean, Fergus O'Dowd, is it? I mean, it's not regeneration. It's brand new. But that's the point. It's the Department of Transport project. Yeah, Michael, that's why we need to see this marking scheme. But the Minister is absolutely committed to working with Loud County Council and public representatives, and there is money remaining in this fund. Now, I know, and I repeat, we have come short. The government has come short, the department has come short, Mm. the county council have come short, but we have to renew our efforts to make sure 
that well, happens. That's my commitment. Some landowners made a lot of money out of that ten million. Well, uh, Michael, it's not it, out of the ten million that was spent on not, land. Uh, some people yeah, were made very rich out of that, weren't they? But pe- people have to live somewhere. The houses have to be built. The roads have to be built. Yeah. I don't disagree with what you're why, saying. Why, why don't the house builders build the roads? Michael, what, what I want them to do is to do the Westgate vision, mm. to re- renew Westgate. It's a disgrace. There are trees growing out of the first and second floor okay. of some of those houses, and it's a disgrace. Mm. And the council has missed the ball on this one. Imelda Munster, what about Draw to Port? What about Draw to Port, Imelda Munster? That's a very profitable company that would uh, benefit from this scheme if it was ever to be realised. Yes, but that, I mean the whole the whole idea of the Northern Cross Route was to take the traffic out of the town centre to free up the town centre and to encourage more people in mm. and to get the, the trucks to the port. That was the whole idea to get the trucks to the port, yeah, yeah. and take them out of the, mm. the town centre. But just in relation, well, it'd be good for business for a profitable company that is Drogheda well, Port. I mean, we want, not? we want, yeah, but we want all of Drogheda to prosper. Mm. I'm ambitious mm. for Drogheda. It's just a pity that successive governments don't give a damn about us. But I just That's want to say true. something, Mike, because I think it's very, oh, Fergus, for God's sake, you've been in government for 10 years and you've delivered nothing. Yeah, and we've done a lot. Excuses every time. And, okay. and, and, and what about Jed Nash? What, what, Jed Nash, what about Labour and government from, what was it, 2011 to 2016? Uh, this uh, didn't get a mention then, did it? Well, sorry, you mentioned that to Michelle Hall yesterday. It was interesting. No application whatsoever came forward from Loud County Council to government until 2017. So I'll take responsibility for the year and a half that I was a member of government and spoke to Loud County Council about this repeatedly, as I would on other projects. Loud County Council weren't behind the door and contacted me on projects that we managed to get across the line uh, over that year and a half period from 2014 to early 2016. But not on one single occasion did any engineer or indeed the uh, chief executive of the council make any application. Okay. Okay. The then government to actually develop okay. this role. No, so you, you, can't, you can't draw down funds okay. that was never made. I, I, I have to apologise to everybody because we only have so much time. Uh, so right. just, just very, very briefly, uh, yes, no, and then 30 seconds. Uh, Jed Nash, is this project dead for the time being? I don't think it is, uh, but I don't want Loud County Council to put all their eggs in one basket. I've said this to them before. This, to me, seems like a project that should be more appropriately dealt with by the Department of Transport in their capital projects and capital programmes. Um, it's starting to look like, look to me, Michael, like more of a political decision from a uh, from, from, from okay. Minister O'Brien. Uh, if you look at the investment that he has decided to make in his own constituency compared to the absolute need to get the okay, strategic uh, development they, I think we got that earlier. Again, uh, yes, no, 30 seconds. Imelda Munster, is the project no, dead? It's, it's not not at all. We have to keep going and we have to fight this government to, de- to deliver on it. And I want to say, Mike, just in relation to both um, Deputy O'Dowd there and the Minister trying to muddy the waters by saying that they'll re-engage with the Council. They had ample time. That application went in last May. If there were, And all the lobbying that went on to get this over the line, the Minister was fully aware that that application went in. His department were fully aware if there were problems. And we don't know because there's no basis to say that they're aware at this moment in time because the council haven't even got confirmation as to why the application was refused. Mm. The minister the minister is using this as a deflection to take the heat off government okay. disease and himself. All right, we'll and finish on that note. Fergus O'Dowd, is it dead in the water and do you accept that the minister will work with you and the other TDs and yes, councillors and the council and Mead County Council as well? Yes. Uh, I've discussed this with the minister twice. I've discussed it with the Tarnister. I'm absolutely committed to this project being delivered, number one. Number two, the government does care about Drogheda. We've put $65 million into Lewis Hospital and Capital Funding over the last few years. We've built five new primary schools. 
Drogheda is now, today we have a meeting later on with the IDA. There's, a, there's an advanced factory going to be built in Drogheda. So it's all rubbish, the political aspect that's been said by both Jed and Imelda. But the truth of the matter is we have to work together to deliver this project for the town. I'm absolutely committed and, to and, and, and do you think that the, the 200 million that you spoke for uh, will be... Well, of that 200 million. Well, the minister says that that is the money available still in that account and that we will get our fair share of that. You'll get, that Broader will get the 56-plus well, million. I, I, it's, not, it's not for me to say the amount, but Drogheda... But that's the amount. That's what the Drogheda... Well, I mean, that's what they're asking for. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any reason to believe that they should, it shouldn't be funded. Okay. But the Westgate vision, the Westgate <laughs> is falling apart and okay. to do nothing about it. Got to leave it there. Thank you both, or thank you to each of you, rather, uh, for joining us uh, this morning. Finnegale TD, Fergus O'Dowd, Sinn Féin TD, Imelda Munster, and Labour Party TD, Jed Nash. That's where we leave you for today. God willing, we'll see you for our next programme tomorrow morning at 9am on LMFM. Good morning, bye-bye. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.